The Miami Heat are at a huge risk of becoming the first ever NBA team to blow a 3-0 series lead. So today on the board channels, we're going to be previewing that game six to let you know exactly what Miami had to do to stop this Boston Celtics team and what has Boston done to be so successful in the last couple of games. Let's get right into it. We spoke about in yesterday's game preview that the Celtics have about a 30% chance to still win this series. Well, it's a lot higher now. The Boston Celtics have been able to force a game six here. One of the very few teams to go down 3-0 and force a game six. But as we kept saying, this is a different team. Typically, the overwhelming favorite is not the team that goes down 3-0. So this year is a little bit different. But what was it about Boston's game five performance that allowed them to be so incredibly dominant right from the opening tip. A lot down on defense and moving the ball on offense. There, especially first half, or maybe even I would say first quarter, was where they actually won the game. If you look at the rest of the game, they were almost tied every every quarter. If you look quarter by quarter, but they made 15 points lead in the first quarter and. Kept, kept that for the entire game. The urgency, the willingness, the ball movement. Tatum first quarter was one of the best of the season. He was getting, making every pass needed some crazy pass also. There, there was a ton of hockey assists, which is usually a good sign. And his scoring, is that he, I think he, get, he had three dunks inside uh, in the first quarter. And yeah, they were just fired up and... On the other side, uh, Miami Heat struggled. Uh, yeah, defense was great. Tremendous effort to contest every three, to run people off the three-point line. But they were just slow. Miami Heat was slow. They were getting shot clock violations. They were shooting contested shots with two, three, four seconds on the shot. They didn't get any good looks. And I, I was even surprised that they kept going in this game. For so long, I expected it after the yeah. first quarter and the way they played, I expected like 30 point blowout in this one. Yeah, this one, I mean, it did get out of hand already. Uh, it seemed like every time Miami made a shot and, and their offense wasn't bad for the for the after the first quarter, as you said, Boston always had an answer. Boston always had the big shot to match it. It came from so many different sources. Of course, um, Tatum had plenty of big shots in this game. Marcus Smart was huge. Derek White had his coming out performance to the conference finals. Um, solid night from Jalen Brown as well. They just always had the answer offensively in this one. But particularly from Miami's offensive standpoint, going into this game five, you spoke about this needing to be a Hemi Butler game from, from Jimmy. Uh, absolutely did not get that from Jimmy. Uh, five of 10. Look, it's, it's not bad, but only 14 points, five rebounds, five assists. And a minus 24 night, uh, the high, the, the worst plus minus in the game. What do you think it was about Boston, the way they played, where that they were able to neutralize Jimmy Butler when so few have been able to do that in the playoffs so far? I don't think they did anything different than usual. It was just poor Jimmy Butler game. Mm -hmm. The one of the signs of this is Horford was getting so many rebounds in this game because they weren't attacking him. They I don't know what was the plan, but game. Their success was Jimmy Butler hunting mismatches. Yeah, in this game, Time Lord somehow 
prove that he can stay in front of Jimmy Butler and do a way better job now than he did in the previous games. So that helps. But they didn't hunt. Uh, he was he, they, Jimmy Butler was just not aggressive enough. It will be like second half started, first six minutes. I didn't notice Jimmy Butler on the court. Like yeah, he's quiet. He was just standing in the corner, and it was all at the Bema de Bayo, and Bema de Bayo started second half great. But Jimmy Butler, I didn't don't don't think touched the ball more than once in on offense for like seven minutes to start the second half. And no field goal attempts, no assists, nothing. He was just he was just being there, doing a bunch of nothing. Also on defense, he wasn't that great. Also, Bam Adebayo had a bit not up, up to his standard defensive game. And yeah, they're quite Marcus Smart was shooting the lights out. And you look at the after the game finished, they shot 41% from the three. That's not when, the, when you look at the game, I, you, you will expect more because I don't think I saw like any miss from Derek White and Marcus Smart during the game. When you like just like eye test, then you see Miami hit shot 39% and Boston shot 41% from the three point line. That doesn't look like huge, huge disparity, but Miami hit uh, made nine threes and Boston Celtic volume in, in this game. It was right where it needs to be. And they got they some... 16. Yeah. Yeah. And they finally got some decent, good game from Jalen Brown. First time in this series. Nothing spectacular, but a good game from, from Jalen Brown. And Tatum was unbelievable. Yeah. Especially early, Tatum was dominant. Uh, what else didn't help the Heat in this one? 16 turnovers. There was a point where they were kind of making a comeback. I think it was end of the second quarter. Can't quite remember, but they turned the ball over on four straight possessions as they were yeah. just starting to get back in the game. Yeah, but most of these uh, uh, turnovers came when shot clock violations or rush decisions with three to four or five seconds left yeah. on the shot clock because they were so slow to get into the action. So it will be like 15 seconds on the shot clock and they didn't start anything yet. They just got over the half court. So, yeah, I think also, yeah, Boston was doing much more half court, half court pressure. They, they were trying to take the time from them to run things, and it worked. But, yeah, I think ball movement was the best in this game. Last game, it improved. This game improved even more. And when Boston Celtics is, are moving the ball and when everyone gets a fair amount of shots, they are the best. So that Derek White making shots, Marcus Smart making shots, everyone getting looks, Grant Williams, Al Horford, everyone was getting their part. And it was not just Tatum with 25 and Jalen Brown with 25 field goal items. It was spread out. So uh, this is interesting. So four out of five starters for Boston Celtics scored between 22 and 24 points. Hmm. 21, 24, 23, 20, 21. That's when you play like that, when you move the ball, you win. And this is what we've been saying. This is where Boston are at their best when they're playing isolation, focusing on like just Tatum getting points. That's where they struggle. So credit to them for like, obviously they want to do this all the time, but they are now in imposing their will as the better team. And they are dictating the way is being played, which they weren't doing yeah. in the huge first credit, Huge credit to Tatum for not falling in love with ball. 11 assists. 
unbelievable yeah, yeah. game, creating a lot, driving, getting two or three players to, to collapse on him and then just hitting the right pass entire game. It was, it was a beauty to watch. Yeah, it was a, uh, a, a great sign of growth from Jason Tatum to be able to, to play like that. But let's take a look at what we have for the next game here. Obviously, a massive game six. Many will feel as though if Miami don't win this, they are not winning game seven. So let's take a look here. As expected, Boston are favored here. Minus two and a half is available on the spread if you want to get the Boston Celtics. There's some plus threes for Miami, but the best one right now at the time of recording is plus two and a half at plus 100 for the Miami Heat. Um, I personally really like Boston to win this game. Um, there is minus 140s available. Uh, it, depending where you're located, you get a little bit under that. I think that if you can get minus 140 or better on the Celtics, that's good enough to take. I myself have them at minus 136. They're the better team. They are enforcing it right now. Um, it's just it's just as simple as that. They are dictate like they are actually controlling the series at the moment. And like I said, if Miami don't win this game six, I don't think they can win game seven uh, at TD Garden. So with that thought in mind, what does Eric Spolster have to do to adjust to this game six? to get Miami over the line in this series. I hope Gabe, Gabe Vincent is back for them because he was a huge part of them. And also <clears throat> that means playing less Kyle Lowry who was terrible yesterday. Yeah. That's uh, the first thing. Second thing, Kelly Martin needs to get starting starter minutes. The, I was going to bring just, up if, if Kevin Love will drop out of the starting five as well. But it doesn't make sense to me to play Kelly Martin uh, 32 minutes or 35 minutes when he's your like third best player like yeah playing 45 minutes that's it start him play you don't even need to start him like bring him up after four minutes in the first quarter and never sit him down can i can i tell you what what i would do from the start i would take out kevin love i would honestly uh i'd go back to starting haywood highsmith if i'm miami just extremely active defensively a workhorse just complements the starting five really well and then once you're settled into the game a little bit more which he can help you do then you can give martin the big minutes off the bench then you can start giving duncan robinson good minutes off the bench but i think i think kevin love i, I think his time to starting five might be up here and only playing 14 minutes in the previous game might indicate that but please continue where you left off so yeah Haywood Heisman played 36 minutes in the last game. Yeah. And he was their kind of best player. He made three out of four threes. That's not going to happen moving no. forward. No. He's not shooting volleyball well. But, yeah, uh, with all the, all the shooting around, you can live with Haywood. But Haywood, I, I don't know. Like... I see some lineups where he is very needed. Like when they sit, it's difficult because Bam Adebayo can shoot, Haywood can shoot. So you have two non-shooters, and Boston will just deploy the Time Lord on Haywood and roam around with him, with with him out of playing it. It's a like easy way out for the Boston defense when Haywood is on on, on the court, like. It's just easy for for Time Lord to be just that guy that helps on everything, and they can gamble with. That's like playing PJ Tucker, same thing. Mm -hmm. So 
I, I think, no, I don't know. I, I see minutes for him for sure moving forward. He's such a great guy, but not a lot of minutes with Bema de Bayo. And I just hope Spoelstra will play Bema de Bayo 40 minutes in the next game. Yeah, I, I think it will get into desperation mode. Uh, it I, is I've desperation seen... mode. It's, it, game seven is, is, is tomorrow. Yes. For, for Miami Heat. And, and Spolstra, I, I've seen Jimmy Butler. Well, the game five of the NBA Finals, what did, he, did he get 46 or like 47 minutes? Maybe he only sat for like 30 yeah. seconds in that game. If you remember, that's the famous with him leaning over like the – the advertising board, that famous picture in the bubble, you know, the game I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. He played either in between 46 and 48. So Jimmy Butler can do that. Um, Bam will also have to get 40 here because they crumble when his defense is not present on the floor. Uh, yeah, I I mean, I don't like the Celtics. I want Miami to win this series. I, I, I'm finding it hard to see a way. Well, I don't find it hard to see a way. I just don't think Miami will have enough to get through in this series at this present moment. Do you think, what do you think? Well, we'll end on this. Do you think Miami have enough to get over the line and still win this series? Yeah, they, they have enough, but my pick will be Boston, obviously, okay. especially with, with them just waking up now. And it's still over 50% uh, by bookies to for them to go in into the finals. So yeah, I think Boston is, is better is team. Boston, sorry, Boston's over 50% to get to the finals now? uh not but you are getting more than 50 you right, are getting okay. yeah so i see why you're there because i think they are here more more than 50 percent chance i was the guy that said that zero three never coming back was stupid and 0 0.0 to 149 was also stupid because i said it so many times on twitter i think people i'm probably Annoying to some people, but that, that didn't make any sense to me. I'm not saying I predicted them going back, but I just said it's possible. They're a better team, obviously, and better teams can win four straight games. That's that's yeah. thing. Miami Heat wasn't a better team, and they won three straight. Why can't Boston Celtic win four then? Right. If we are going to be that logic, but I'll say losing Malcolm Brogdon is kind of big. For the Boston Celtics, yeah, they gained Kagan Williams over the last couple of games, but I don't expect Derek White and Smart to have this kind of game every night. And in those spots, you will have tremendous help from Malcolm Brogdon on the bench. So losing him is kind of big, but they lost Gabe Vincent. So in the next game, uh, Miami don't have Gabe Vincent. I think it's a more higher blow than losing Malcolm Brogdon, even though Malcolm Brogdon is a better player. But means gave Vincent means more to the Miami Heat than um, Brown Malcolm Brogdon means for Boston Celtics. So yeah, I think I just can't see Miami winning in seven. So either they win tomorrow or they don't win at all. That's the thing. Going in, in Bo and Boston crowd last night was the best yet this season. Yeah, and it gave them some wings for sure. Absolutely. Especially, especially that first quarter when they started with that crazy run. They made every threes and it, it's, it was such a great environment to do it. So. Yeah. So we'll see how they respond. The cliche is role players play better at home. So we'll see if the supporting cast of the Celtics can also rise up to this game six in Miami. 
We're both picking Boston at this point. It looks like to win this series. Odds but, wise, they're about. I just looked at it, looked through it. It's about 43, 44% chance Boston win this. Yeah. If we get to a game seven, it'll be a lot higher than a 50% chance. Yeah, but I'll, I'll say one thing. Last game, last two games, role players did great. Haywood Highsmith, six from nine. It's true. Helen Martin. The stars did Duncan really Robinson was Duncan Robinson. Just listen to this stat. Seven from 10, 18 points and nine assists. Duncan Robinson, nine assists. I don't know. Yeah. He's been made like the bench was shooting 65% from the field and the starters were terrible. So, yeah, yes. it's, it, it needs just to be a Jimmy Butler game. Like, yes. If it's not a Jimmy Butler just... game, I, Miami are not winning. Yeah. So Doesn't he's got to rise up. Uh, we've seen him do it many times in the playoffs. Maybe not yet in this series. So we'll see if he has enough to do it against the Boston Celtics. So that will wrap up our preview for game six. Uh, if there is going to be a game seven, we will have a preview for that one as well. If not, we'll have previews ready for the NBA finals, no matter who is going to be involved in that next week. So make sure you are following us on whatever platform you're listening. If you're on the audio forum, make sure you're following us. Take a minute to rate and view five stars. If you are on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. Drop a like if you enjoyed. Me and Pips will be back very, very soon for some more NBA playoff content.